Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight we'll be discussing the latest episode of Sci-Fi's 12 Monkeys, which aired Monday, July 11th. Before we break down the episode, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie that you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. Court, let the good people know how they can reach us. Well, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Jindev, and he's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. And also be sure to use hashtag Pure Fandoms when talking about the show so we can chat along with you. I usually try to live tweet, and I know Brad live tweets sometimes as well. I'm definitely going to do it for the finale. Well, we'll see if I do it. I don't know. I've been kind of really interested in it. I can't, I'm, I can't live tweet and watch it at the same time. It's just crazy. Well, I, I got to do it. That's like last night with Mr. Robot. It was awesome. Well, you could do that. And yeah, I don't, I'll <laughs> try. I, I mean, if when I get back to doing Killjoys, because yeah. by the way, we're recapping, I'm recapping Killjoys and she's recapping Dark Matter. Yes. I'll be your live tweeting that next week. This week, I kind of with my daughter in town. It's kind of hard to do that. So definitely we'll do that. Oh, by the way, you can check me over at Instagram too. It's rambling Brad on Instagram. I got some pictures, some cosplay pictures from, uh, uh, anime Midwest I went up to last week. Really cool stuff up there. Yeah, those are cool. I got to post some more on there. I did do an article also. Just go over to purefandom.com. Check out the article over there. It's some really cool stuff. Which, did you post any of your Pokemon? Uh, no, I have not posted anything on my Pokemon. <laughs> and yes, <laughs> by the way, at the Anime Midwest, there were 10,000 plus people there. 95% of them were playing Pokemon Go. The other 5% had dead batteries on their phones. <laughs> good times it was a safe place that was fine it, there was nothing to run into no no cliffs to walk over exactly like except that. for each other each other pretty much and people in big costumes <laughs> okay so what's this, this episode about here okay so this episode is about blood and mayhem and sex and stuff yay blood mayhem <laughs> so this <laughs> yay that reminds me of sons uh so this episode was season two, episode 12, titled Blood Washed Away. It was directed by David Grossman and it was written by Sean Tretta. Synopsis, Cassie and Cole go undercover in 1957, seeking out the final primary. While Ramsey, Jennifer, Deacon, Whitley, and the daughters hit the road searching for Titan. How does it all end? Not well. Shit hits the fan on all fronts. And then, of course, there's some casserole stuff. Cheers to you if you could enjoy it when all the other stuff was going down in 2044. Just saying. Okay, so... The recap is basically Cole and Cassie kissed and everybody else dies. Oh, no, 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 no. They didn't just kiss. They were doing the damn thing, but nobody could enjoy it because everybody was dying. Bound and if you could enjoy it, good on you. So because they were <laughs> because they were doing the deed, everybody else had to die because they went way That's off true. mission. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our, like this was not supposed to happen, dudes. Hey, you yeah, it throws a little wrench into things. But I got an idea, but yeah. There's a lot of ideas floating around there. So anyway. Yeah, I'm just confused, so let's talk it out. Okay. Back in nineteen fifty seven, Cole and Cassie are on the hunt for the primary, which will cause the eventual paradox that destroys the factory. Or Oops. they did. It's hard to do. well, you know well. They- I wasn't really them. No. It was the the dude who was in love with the with the primary. Right. You know, even though he said, I'm not going to do this, he did it. I, yeah, I think, well, let's get there in a second. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go, go for it. So every time they get close to something and, you know, they're, they hit a brick road and they're back to square one. 
it still kills me that 1957, after being there for for a year, Cole still refuses to get a haircut to blend in. Yeah, he wasn't going to do that. Sorry. Even when he went back in 1940, they were like, no, I'm not going to get a haircut. Nope. Which kind of makes me wonder, during this time frame, was he talking to the FBI guy? I don't know. I wish we could have seen that. That would have been cool. Because or was he... He wasn't dead at that point because that happened later. Yeah, that happened later because that happened in 61. They were there for a year. I'm sure he would have been in contact with him. Plus the time that he was, you know, doing the uh, house restoration. He was there for, there was almost two years had passed since they'd been there. So I think this could have been a, a little area where they were good friends and talking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes sense to me. I mean... We didn't have to see it. They didn't actually do anything. I mean, I'm sure if they're looking for the primary, they'll probably reach out to somebody who, who knew something, and he didn't know anything. It's true. Uh, the year that they spent there in 1957, not a very good year for the, either of those two. No, because uh, before we saw Cole try to get in a relationship with her, and she was like, nope, I'm on mission. Back off, buddy. And so this time around, it's kind of him. Doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Cole's sleeping on the couch. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're a not-so-good married couple. <laughs> well, but isn't that how it works? Like, you live with someone, and then you really get to know them. Oh, yeah, that's where she goes, are you sober? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, not ever. Whiskey sours, man. Whiskey sours, Bars come right on. downstairs. Yeah. They don't but, make hey, these like that in 2044. If she was hanging out with Deacon, she should have been fine because that man could put away whiskey. Oh, yeah. By the bottle. Unless he was thrown against the wall. Oh, there's that. I got a kick out of the fact that they're looking for the messenger and Cole makes friends with him. Doesn't even know it. Did you figure it out? I had a pretty good feeling it was him. It was just like, because the messenger knows who he is. Yeah. Yeah. So they all know. So he's like, yeah, I'll just keep him right here so I can pay attention to him and he'll never know it's me. And, yeah, I'm just going to keep an eye on you and listen to all the stuff that you're doing. Right. And you got to love the fact that the messenger knew that 1957 was a way better than 2044. Oh, yeah. Because he found himself a wife. So Melinda's dying, which isn't really good, you know. Be a messenger, yeah. you come back, and you find out that, yeah, she's got the, uh, well, she's going through chemo, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know what she has, but Charlie was going to have to paradox her anyhow. He didn't really want to, but he's, you know, you can tell that's why he's having a rough time and likes talking to Cole. Yeah, and of course, uh, no, I'm not going to skip ahead. You keep going. Okay. Because I was going to talk about what happens later, but go ahead. Oh, okay. So Cole does think he's uh, tracked down the new primary who is, you know, uh, day laborer named Reginald. Reginald? That was hilarious. Uh, Cole grills him on the voices. Monkeys in the red forest and basically freaks this guy out who already has one or two issues going on. You. And yeah, Paradox Day separates uh, Reginald, but surprise. That's not right. Paradox Day comes and Cole is separated with Reginald to take him out. But surprise, Melinda shows up with a gun in a box. Now Oops. we have we have to go back to the fact that also that Cassie has been um, sexually harassed. Sexually harassed, but I, from what I was understanding, she was also dating quite a lot of men. Oh, good for her to kind of go through the whole thing. I did love her, like totally doing the uh, 
arm lock on the guy in the middle of the, oh, of the restaurant. that was awesome. It's like, yeah. oh, if you only knew that she could just slit your throat and be totally fine with it. Because her and Deacon had a night. They did. And she and learned things. They had six months or eight months of him teaching her to be a, a badass. So yes. that was fine. Yes. He just hurt his feelings later. Okay. One of, one of my favorite parts so far in this uh, show was when the lady runs into the office and said, oh, my God, there's a lady here and she has a gun. And Cassie <laughs> grabs a gun out of her purse and you're all like, well, huh. <laughs> That's because Cassie's an uber badass. We talked about that before. Exactly. She's just running out and I'm good with it. Yeah, she's getting things done. I appreciate that. You know, her and Peggy Carter would make a good Oh, my God. They would. Best friends forever. (laughs) She'd go back to, like, 1945. Her and Peggy Carter could take on the world. They'd be good to go. I bet you if those two had teamed up, they would have saved the world by now. They would have found it, saved it, saved it again. (laughs) A couple times. Done everything. (laughs) What are the bigger... So, yeah, go ahead. No, go for it. Oh, no, I was going to say, so of course we, we get the surprising moment when um, Re- Reginald's wife, Melinda, pops up and we see her, like you said, with a gun and she has that box. And of course we know what's in the box and, and so does... Uh, what's in the box, man? So does Cassie. Oh God, you had to do that. Uh, <laughs> but so does Cassie. And she... she he, Reginald's like, I'm not... I'm not why do they keep saying Reginald? Who's Reginald. Reginald was the day laborer guy. Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. Charlie, not Reginald. So um, she, tar- Charlie basically said he knows he can't do this. He, he's enjoyed his life here. He just wants to continue to be with her. And she's basically like, I'm dying, dude. And you promised me like we would be together in the Red Forest. And then, of course, at that point in time, it's a dead deal. Right. Because she totally bought the uh, Red Forest bill. You know, she was good to go. Yeah. Like, what was up with all of these? primaries who were just basically willing to sacrifice themselves except for jennifer jennifer was the badass who said uh no was there any other primaries that we don't know about that aren't well, in this was, whole thing or are what, we just going over the ones that they think would well the i don't we can't say they're well, going except for the serial killer like he wasn't willing to sacrifice himself exactly but other than that, almost everybody has been like, I'm a part of a plan, a bigger part of a, the cog in the machine or whatever, well, and I the, need to do this. The witness has spoken, so, you know, there's a... But the witness is wrong. Where is Olivia, man? Oh, yeah, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. One issue that I had with this episode was neither Cole nor Ramsey can shoot first and then ask questions second. They all got to ask questions first and then, you know, worry about shooting. Just yeah, that's always been it. them. Like, don't do that. Stop. Be Han Solo this time. Do that. <laughs> do, do, do it that first. If only Ramsey would have walked up to the witness, bam. <laughs> and then we would have been done. Let and me, everybody would have survived. Yeah, let me maybe. take your mask off now. You know that you're dead. Let me do this for you. Like, we don't care who you are. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Actually, I do care who you are. And I was really hoping they would take the mask off before the episode ended. But, of course, they didn't. No, 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 no. It's I, I, One of the things I've loved about this last couple of episodes is they've all been season finales. They have. They've been great. I love them. But Paradox Land. Paradox Land. Paradise City. Paradox City. Take me down to a Paradox City. <laughs> Where the trees are red and the girls are blowing up. I was very upset, Brad. Why so? We got the paradox. Mm -hmm. And I thought that last paradox was supposed to break time completely. I wanted to see our red forest and 
our past, present, future all explode and come together. So, of course, we don't see that. We see Cassie in a coma for like six months and then a year. Right. And, you know, biggest thing we got is uh, Cole had a broken arm. And yeah. And then Cole was sad. So it was very sad. Her coma was, you know, that little onset of the nosebleed that they had gotten before when they changed things. Yeah. This was a little bit more of things that changed probably. Yeah. Yeah. Six months later, uh, well, next thing we know, Cassie's in the hospital in the coma. Cole decides to leave her and then Cassie's drifting off into the uh, Never Never Land with Olivia, the Red Forest in the house. Yes. And then she wakes up six months later to find out that Cole has gone. Mm-hmm. The next he part, just, uh, yeah. I was just gonna say he just up and left and took all their diagrams off the wall. He ruined the room. So do they go back later and fix the room back? They would have to. Yeah. The hole's gone from the wall too. By the way. I know. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, someone fixed a hole in the wall. I'm confuzzled. And re- they fixed a hole in the wall. They had to redo all the wallpaper too, because you know that's yeah. how it works. Uh, yeah, he did take everything, but I love the fact that. You know, Cassie's decided that she's going to become a nurse. Uh huh. But no, she wants to be a doctor. But way back then, she had to do the nurse thing first. Exactly. I'm and pretty she, sure she was in um, medical school. Yeah, and she's busy teaching the doctor about Lyme disease because he doesn't know anything about Lyme disease, potato disease, or watermelon disease. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's, you know, he's good to go with that because she is the smartest doctor in the world at that point. Absolutely. You got to love those doctors. Like, I'm not even going to ask how you know this. I'm just going to go with it and, you know, fine. Let people think I'm smart because they'll never believe that a woman did this. Not at all. No. Which also led me back to the fact of, uh, was it Legends of Tomorrow when they were back in the 50s? And Oh, my God. <laughs> and and uh, what's her name? White Canary was a, Sarah was a, a, a nurse also. <laughs> Legends Tomorrow, still a good show. Time travel, totally different. It's going to be even better next season. Yeah, Paradox is all over the place. So, while she was there becoming a doctor nurse, she Mm -hmm. was searching around for Morris Morrison. Morris Morrison. Yeah, we heard his name before in the flashback to tell you all about it. And she finds him and then pulls up and and sees the house. What house? The house. That house? The House of Pine. And blood and wood. Whose house is that? Oh, that's Cole's house, by the way. He found that house. Um, <laughs> and he's doing a show called This Old House. He's fixing it up. He's doing some construction. He's going to flip it. Yeah, make a few bucks off of it. Yeah, Cassie should make it a tiny house. It can't do evil <laughs> if it's a tiny house. Make it a tiny house. We'll just tow it around all over the place. <laughs> uh, you know, Cole's pretty much goes with the whole fact that... He, the paradox is supposed to happen. Everything was supposed to be done and gone. You're in a coma. Yeah, what am I else to do? Yeah, I got to gotta do something with my time. So she was in a coma in 1951 and uh, in 1950. Hold on, what year? 1958 at this point. She still hasn't ended up to, to go to the CDC because of the paradox to send the mm-hmm. message to get all this started. So she needs to die in the future still. Maybe. Yeah. Unless we've entered that, that new portion of the world where they're on that island, Brad. No, because that was a horrible ending to that show. <laughs> horrible, horrible, horrible ending to that. That was a perfect ending. I'm one of the few people who enjoyed that ending to that show. Uh, 
I suppose you like the Starbuck ending of Battlestar Galactica also, huh? I didn't mind it. The people I cared about ended well. Okay. Yeah, Hushies. I'm just not saying anything. I'm just saying that last ending was Starbuck. Uh, I don't agree with it. Well, it was weird. Well, we're going to talk about a different show right now, <laughs> but it was weird when they brought her back anyway, Brad. I go like, with was that. She the second, was she the second coming or what? I, they never I explained agree. that. I agree. We should, but we now should, we're going to come away from Battlestar and we're going to come back to talking 12 months. We should hash that out one day and talk. We about will that. hash that out. We need to do that. So Cassie knows about this house. She even has a little flashbacks and here's Olivia talking to her and yeah, it's interesting. And we, we see that in that Cole is, you know, pushing Cassie away at this point in time, telling her to leave and she, yes, Cassie, is the one that calls him out on being in love with her. And then she yeah. says, yeah. And then she says, she feels the same way. Aww. But he's told her his feelings before and she's shot him down because she was looking at the future. But now that the future is unknown and there's no way for them to get back at the future, she's like, eh, let's roll with it and see what happens. Why not? I mean, that's what every man wants to hear. <laughs> so, she goes, hey, you, me, in the kitchen, let's go. And that's the moment when, you know, they tell each other they love each other, and Cassie is the one that grabs him first. Yeah. Yes, because she's always kind of been, you know, taking control. She's, yes, she is. She's, this yeah, she's is, just getting control of her, her own destiny. Like, if she wants to, to hit it with him, she's going to do that. Well, actually, she's going to yeah, do that thing. Yeah, actually, everything that Cassie did isn't out of character. It's all totally in character of what she would do. Yeah. Through the entire you season. Notice, mm-hmm. She never says she loves him. She does, she doesn't say that. No. She she doesn't say it. No, she don't she's in control of stuff. She this is how she's been the whole time. So Yeah, and that goes back to when we were talking to um Amanda uh, a couple weeks ago. Right. Where she said that relationships were never her priority. Like she was always on she's always on mission. She's always looking to get the job done. Even with Aaron, you kind of got the sense it was like that too. Yeah. So, but now she's she decides, hey, we got a house. Might as well. Let's see what happens. So this leads to the uh, the question of the Cole and Cassie thing: Is Cole the witness? Is Cassie the witness? Is their kid a witness? I'm saying is that's Sam a the good witness? Yes. Is Olivia the witness? Madeline Stowe, their kid. Olivia, the witness. Is Madeline Stowe? Their- <gasps> oh, wait a minute, Brad. I like. I, wait a minute. Where did they find Olivia? Where was she? When? What year was she in? What year was baby Olivia in? She would be good enough. <laughs> that was like the 70s, right? Uh, Yeah. That was 71 when she was born, I believe. But she could have been born whenever because they're not going to age. Oh, no, she's going to age because she was the other... No, I'm talking about Cassie and Cole. Oh, right. But Olivia was uh, the... No, Olivia was... Now, if we go back, Olivia was the joining of the... Was the clone child from the messenger. Oh, never mind. Right, and it's good stuff. You had me going. But that was actually... Olivia was... I'm sorry, it wasn't 1971. That was back in when the, was it, what year was that? When the Berlin Wall was being built. I would have to look and see what that was, because that's when they broke her out. Was 19, 19, 1961. Oh. 
And like she wasn't a baby. Not so a there's baby. every possibility. Every possibility what? She was genetically made. She was yes, she's by not, Cassie and Cole. No. In the bed. No, <laughs> no, Olivia was not. That can't we've already had that storyline. It couldn't happen. I'm just saying Olivia has a chance to be the witness. She's had I her know. own little issues. She's That's done with fine. all this crap. The witness fine. has lied to her. Fine. But we still go back to the whole thing. Build a dream. Build, okay. We still go back to the whole thing about the witness when she was talking to him that said mm-hmm. we were in this house from nineteen fifty seven to nineteen sixty one. Cassie and Cole. It, was it Cassie and Cole? Possibly. <gasps> Cassie and Cole are the witnesses. Uh-huh. And they could still have a kid, but I'm still saying that I'm, I don't know. I don't know. If the, was what, Did the witness lie at that point? Ramsey is their kid. No, Ramsey's not their kid. I'm just wondering if the witness actually lied about the whole thing about them being in the house just to get them there to put them on the path. No, oh, no. Because she has said the witness lies, so. Oh, this is true. I, that's why I'm saying it is the witness. I mean, you think everything makes sense. Like, oh, it's Cole or Cassie or their kid. I don't right. think it's that simple. I think there's a lot more to it than just that. I'm going with that. I, we're going to find out next week. Oh, absolutely. We have to. If we, we don't, I'm going to be tweeting Terry a lot. Well, we should find out because uh, interview with Amanda, she said she saw the witness. Oh, she did, didn't she? She just said she couldn't tell us anything else besides that. Yep. She saw the face of the witness. And I think um, another thing she mentioned is at the end of the season, it would be the end of this chapter. And so we would start something new for next season, kind of like what happened last season. They told one complete story, and then they started a new chapter of it. Last season was the virus. The season were the um, messengers and the witness. Okay, but I got some more on this one, too, so later on down the road. And we've been talking about this one for a while. We're going to go over our normal 30 minutes here by a little bit, I guess. It was a good one, though. Yeah, next week we'll definitely go over our 30 minutes because it's season finale, y'all. So there you go. 19, I know, 2044. We finally get clarification on how time travel works. It's all relevant. Cole can't change the past immediately upon going back in time. Mm-hmm. Kind of like I said before, it's like, okay, he went back, so apparently he didn't fix anything because everything's still happening. The time that they spend in the past is the same amount of time that goes by in 2044. Mm-hmm. So this, their little two-year jaunt back there, gives Ramsey and everybody else time to cross the nation to get to Titan, which was out in Colorado, and I believe they were on the East Coast. That's right. a lot of walking and going through time storms and people who want to eat you. Things aren't working out so well during the travel and there are far less people with them than they were when they started. Right. Of course, Jennifer did warn everybody not to go to Titan after all. Yeah, she said that way leads to death. There is nothing but death there. He wasn't lying. No. Speaking of Jennifer, she's not getting along well with the emissary and they have some things to work out. Yeah, the daughters aren't too happy with her right now. No, because they like uh, old Jennifer, who who had wisdom, and young Jennifer isn't very wisdomish. Well, how about where we got the wisdom from? Uh, that that reveal. We were having Chinese today for lunch, and I read that. I was talking to Tracy. I was like, "Hey, look, I'm Jennifer." <laughs> we say these and send these <laughs> off to her. Help her. Jennifer's out wisdom comes from fortune yes. cookies. Yes. That makes the most sense. Yes, exactly. It does make the most sense for her. A deacon is a very respectful to Jennifer now, mm-hmm. but and he even calls her ma'am. Now, 
it was funny with Deacon giving Jennifer the respect that the daughters didn't give her mm-hmm. because he he in the past we know that the West Seven had a relationship with the daughters. Yeah. So we've had this happen, and we we hear about this back in season one, I believe it was. But he killed Jennifer. I mean, he's killed a lot of people, but he killed Jennifer on accident, and having her reincarnate probably was a little bit strange for him. But you got to love the fact that Hannah was full-on team mother. Oh, yeah. The rest of them, no one else went with them to Titan. Well, that's because Hannah was basically raised by old Jennifer. Mm-hmm. And she, she still needed that connection. She, she lost Jones, so she needed right. whatever connection she could have. Oh, yeah. the em- Like you said, it's been two years, right? Yeah, it's about two years is what's been gone. So I'm sure she's by. bonded with this Jennifer, too. Mm-hmm. Well, she knows her mother's gone, so the only other thing she has left is new Jennifer. Right. The emissary has uh, picked a fight with Ramsey, which at that point I'm like, you're going to end up hurting. <laughs> you're just not the one to fight with him. Oh, I love that she calls the daughters assholes. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was that was a good one, too. Because they clearly are. Even Jennifer's really not having fun with the daughters anymore. No. Uh, Hannah says she comes back from a scouting mission, says she doesn't see Titan, mm-hmm. but when they go there to find it, they find it. Yeah, that was weird. So what exactly created it? Was it when Cassie and Cole did the thing? No, this... And no? I This furthers my belief that Titan can move through time. Okay. So, well, well like if mach- we remember, if we remember, we go back to it, the Pallid Man was meeting with Mr. Jones. So whatever they created together. Ooh, is Mr. Jones the um, the witness? Maybe. No? Maybe. Okay. It could okay. it could work. Um, okay, well, I just need them to fix everything. How about that? Yeah, that'll work. But I need original Jones back. I need Ramsey back. I need Deacon back, and um, everybody else. I need Eklund back. Yes. Discuss. But okay, so here's my idea that Triton travels through time. Triton is it's one on. Titan is a big machine as it is. Right. And that's kind of what the little horn things coming up from the ground are with the towers and all that, because. Hannah says it wasn't there. She was right there, and it wasn't anywhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. And then they get there, and it's there. Now, we saw in the dream state thing that Titan was next to the house, next to Cole's house, right? Mm-hmm. So the house is gone, and I I'm, I'm, think the location's the same of where the house is, is where Titan was. So I really think that the whole Titan thing moves back and forth in time. And I believe that. It, it's its whole time travel thing as it is. And it just wasn't there at that point in time because it was doing something that sets up season three. Right. <laughs> right? Uh, that's that's my theory on that one. Um, so they get the Titan. Deacon has the best words of wisdom ever echoed. <laughs> when he says, really, we should be walking towards the creepy music? And they do. And surprise, there's the witness. But this whole scene that happened here with the witness, mm-hmm. this is really kind of cool. And yeah. go back, jump on your DVR, hit pause. What do you get here? 
Now, the witness is standing up on this little pedestal thing. It's like two layers as well as one layer up. There are 12 symbols around the outside circle. On the inside circle that he's standing on, he, she, I'm going to say he for right now, just because. I'll say she because, no, I'll say she. The inside circle that she's standing on has four monkeys in the circle. Mm-hmm. Not 12 monkeys, four monkeys. There's 12 symbols on the outside that are different than the Titan symbol. This is going to be important. <laughs> they're not there. They're glowing red for a reason. Mm-hmm. The witness has minions, 12 of them. 12 minions, 12 witnesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anytime you say minions, I think of the little yellow things, but well, go ahead. Okay, what would they be? What would they be? No, um, but go ahead. Witnesses? Minions. Yeah, well, I like hyenas, but that was Jennifer's thing. Um, um, we'll see. The witness has twelve death mask guys. No. Okay. okay I'll, I'll give up on it. That's okay. Go with minions. Minions. <laughs> Carl and what's what's their other names? Yeah, I don't know. Anyhow, he has the twelve minions around him who kill off everybody else. Like literally, just freaking kill them off. Ramsey just gets. Sh- Stabbed really, uh, knife thrown into his chest with a nice little Titan symbol on it also, by the way. Really interesting, cool knife. And that pretty much ends their trip to Titan. Now, if Ramsey hadn't said, hey, turn around, take off your mask, and just shot him like he should have instead of monologuing, things may have gone different. Yeah. Has no one ever learned in the history of monologuing that you should not monologue? Nothing good comes of monologuing. Did he not learn that last season during the last season finale? Did no one see Incre- the, the the Incredibles? Come on, you know. I, I guess they didn't catch that <laughs> DVD. Deacon should have br- made sure they brought that DVD back with them. Monologuing is as bad as capes. No capes. <laughs> so, yeah, they're all dead. Huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For now, I hope. Uh, well, I can I cannot lose that level of awesome characters. They killed off Hannah. Like, why would you do that? You already took away her mother's. You cannot kill Hannah too. I will not allow it. Uh huh. Fix it. Fix yeah. it. No, I, I I agree with you. I agree. I agree. And, and Deacon too. I kind of almost sort of want to post the uh, the promo pictures that we have for next episode, uh-huh. but I really don't want to. See, I haven't looked at them yet. I don't want to be spoiled at all. Well, see, that's why I don't want to do it because I don't think people. Or see them. you do it, do it, but just you know, put the spoiler thing up. I can't do it. I see. I I could do it. I could put the spoiler thing up in it, but I don't want to post those pictures because I think it's way cooler just to kind of hang out and wait for it. I mean, yeah. Well, don't do it then. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm just saying it's going to be a really good season finale. <laughs> Yes. I'm not looking. Okay, don't. <laughs> so, you got anything else on that one? Uh, no, I just can't wait till next week. And can we fix it? I know I sat there watching the entire end of that episode. And like I said, I, 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 I have hope and I, I like the people who like casserole. But I'm like, I sat there. I was like, what, what what's happening? I don't understand. Hey, what's going on? Ram- Ramsey? No. Deacon? No. Fix it, please. And that preview, TikTok, James, TikTok. Hannah. And then that lady, that lady who we know. Uh-huh. Like, who is she? That's a good question. I, I think she's a time traveler. 
I, I think so too. I'm if just only not, she had brought a man with her, a bald man. I'm just not down with the idea that the witness is the child of Cole and Cassie. Yeah, no, that was a that was a nice thought, but no. That that would take an entire season to build up. Well, the only reason I say that is because um and I hope I'm wrong on this, because I think that's too easy of an answer. And I don't think Terry Mattels would go that way. Yeah, nothing is ever easy on because, this show. Yeah, if it was yeah, nothing is ever easy. So I don't see that being so cut and dry as in, oh yeah, it's the son of, you know, Colin Cassie. I mean, it's your obvious idea, right? Yeah. It's clearly yeah, how how do you move forward from that now? Uh I don't know. We'll find out in a couple days. Yeah. Yeah. As long as Jennifer doesn't get hurt, I guess we're good to go. I think we are. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. But I was kinda I was kinda banking on Jennifer and um Deacon being a thing. Because they're, they're both awesome. <laughs> there's still time. Oh, there's I know. Time. Fix it. Fix, Fix it. it. Okay. Ooh. I wonder if that's why Deacon knows old Jennifer. Oh, dun, dun, dun. Hmm. So, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. we got a bunch of different stuff up there. Uh, we both have a lot of different articles up there, and there are tons of awesome writers filling up the site with amazing fandom articles. Yeah, I'm currently working on my Mr. Robot recap from last night, and I'm trying to convince Brad to have a little chat with me maybe this weekend, and I'll do the editing. Okay, we'll see about it. Okay, we'll keep it short. Okay, like this one? Yeah, all right. Oh, no, no, no. This one was Aberration because it was the penultimate episode. Okay, then you got a point. You got a point. We'll work on that. We'll see what we can do. So what's the title of next week? Do we know? Uh, You're supposed to ask me that, you know, earlier so I can pull it up. Yes. I'm sorry, because I was just looking at this title, Blood Washed Away. And so maybe it'll give us some hints as to what to expect. And you plus have pictures, so. Oh, my God, they're not dead. That's the name of the title. Oh, no. That's <gasps> Yay! <laughs> is it Titan? Is the title Titan? It should be Titan. The title, or Red Forest. The title is Memory of Tomorrow. Uh, oh, yeah. Cassie said that line in the episode. Uh, I just don't remember when. I would read the synopsis, but should I don't, read it? Don't read it. No? Okay, no. Nope, nope, nope. Cole and, Rams, Cole and Riley run into a bald-headed man who thinks his name is Cole. <laughs> yeah, his name is really Bruce, right? His name's really Bruce. But he and he meets another Cole. Jeffrey Goins. He meets yeah. a dude named Jeffrey Goins who <laughs> thinks he knows Jennifer in another life. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's late. I need to go finish working on Mr. Robot. <laughs> All right. If you got any thoughts or comments about this episode, let us know in the comments below or hit us up on the Twitter or Facebook page, and we'll talk to you all next week. Later. <laughs>